0: You are now listening to the London International Christian Church Podcast.
1: It is truly an honor to be able to be alive to see the winter workshop. It's an amazing privilege to be able to start the year with God. Amen. And this winter workshop i promise you is going to turn our lives upside down oh we are going to finish this weekend transform literally right. different people amen. with a heart full of vision ready to serve the almighty god and ready to take a right into god's glory this year amen Uh, It's such a really an honor to be able to preach tonight and to be able to introduce, to open the Winter Workshop. Uh, I really want to thank God for that. And uh, thank my brother Michael for giving me the amazing opportunity being able to preach. Uh, Thank you for your love and your friendship there, my brother. Uh, Before we truly go into it, let's bow down our heads and pray to the Lord. Father, you are truly the King of the universe you know every single star by its names nothing is hidden from you lord even hell is under your control yes you know every single air on our heads every single day of our lives is already written down in your book and tonight we just hear father to beg you to show us your glory Lord and to reveal yourself to your people. Father, if you are not going to lead us this year into the battlefield, please don't send us. We don't even want an angel to lead the church. We want to work with you. We want to see your face because only your presence can reassure us. Thank you for being Father Lord God Almighty, the King of the London International Christian Church. Father, help us tonight to truly discover you and help us to be true worshippers of the King tonight. Father, I'm not worthy of speaking about you. I'm a sinful man. There's nothing good inside me, Lord. Please, Lord, set me aside and speak to your people. treasure position this evening in jesus name i pray amen Amen. the title of my child tonight is walking with the king who is the king matthew chapter 6 verse 33 I'm not going to read the whole context there because you already know this. We've studied this. If you've been a disciple for five, six, 10 years, then you've studied this probably 100 times or 200 times. Come on. So we all should be able to cut this from hearts. Matthew 6:33. Jesus is warning his disciples, warning people here about worrying. Asking us not to worry about anything. Helping us to truly discover what is our priority in life. And down in verse 33 over here, he says, "The main thing you should be worrying about in your life is not food, it's not clothes, it's not money, but it is what he says over here." He says. Verse 33, Matthew chapter 6. So the Lord is saying, What shall we eat, or what shall we drink, or what shall we wear? For the pagans run after all these things, and your heavenly Father knows that you need them. Verse 33 But seek first his kingdom and his righteousness, and all these things will be given to you as well. Amen. The kingdom of God and all the other things we worry about is a promise from God, and God will never lie. All these other things will be given to you. So, we are created to seek the kingdom of God, not to seek material possessions. But you see, before you seek the kingdom of God, you must understand what is a kingdom. It's important to understand, a kingdom, according to the dictionary, is a country, a state, or a territory ruled by a king. It is not ruled by a prime minister or by a president. A kingdom is never a democracy. In a kingdom we don't vote laws. we don't consult the people to find out what do they think about the affairs of the kingdom. that's not a kingdom. in a kingdom everything is owned by the king everything the properties, buildings, wealth, land, kingdom. He owns even his citizen's life. Therefore, therefore, since the king owns everything and everybody, the king will provide for his citizens welfare. You see you cannot vote voting the king. It's not possible you don't vote him. You don't say, okay, you're you're a king just for five years and after five years we're going to make a decision. Mm -hmm. Normally a king is there for all his life. You are going to be tired to see his face on TV. If God grants him health, he's going to be there for 60 years. Mm -hmm. And there's no way you can take him out. Because he is a king. provided by the king, even the basic needs of the citizens, and you know we are living in a kingdom. I'm not talking about the United Kingdom (laughs) because even the United Kingdom is part of a kingdom, a bigger kingdom. I'm not talking about France. I'm not talking about Australia. Nations, all the continent, the whole planet is part of one kingdom that belongs to a king. Okay. And the ultimate king of all kingdoms is God Almighty. He is the king. Amen. And all sovereigns on earth, president, prime minister, countries, and rich people, we all belong to the king. Amen. Are you fired up about that? Yeah. Yeah. If he doesn't like you, he takes you out. (laughs) If you resist him, he can punish you. If you are like Nabucodonosor, then uh, you are prideful and arrogant. He can send you into the wilderness for seven years and makes you eat grasses and drink dirty water for seven years until you humble yourself and recognize that all the kingdom of man symbols and put them in higher position and he take the highest position and bring them down as slaves. He has a right, the power, the authority to do whatever he wants. He doesn't seek your advice or my advice to determine at what time the sun is going to rise in the sky. It is his prerogative, not yours. And that is none of your business. How going to be living on this planet is none of your business. It determines the times and the seasons where you're going to live yourself. So even you're living right here in London, you think sometimes, oh, it's my decision. I made a decision two years ago to move to London. You don't even know what you're talking about. That decision was made even before you were born. Because it determines the times and the places. You're not even sure you're going to be here next year. Because God determined. Destiny, he's the king, and in Young's literal translation, Matthew 6:33 is translated: instead of seek first the kingdom of God, it says, Seek he first the reign of God. That is exactly the true sense of the scripture seeking the kingdom of god is not walking around in london or going to you know to the west or to the east and trying to find out where is the kingdom Is that something physical that you can say oh you look the kingdom is here or it's there jesus already told them the kingdom is inside you it's all about all of us making the decision to submit to the reign of the Almighty God, then the kingdom will be established in your life. Wow. On, what about that? When his disciples saw Jesus praying, they asked him, Teach us how to pray, Lord. And what did he teach them? When you pray, what do you say? Do you know that prayer? Or you think that prayer is just for Catholics? We're a Bible church. And everything is a Bible. It's from God. So that prayer is from God. You don't believe that? Some of you are looking at me like, Bro, are you becoming Catholics? Jesus is the one that teaches that prayer, right? What does he say? Do you know? Our Father who is... Thy kingdom come. Thou will be done. Where? On earth. On earth earth and as it is in heaven. One kingdom, one king. The truth tonight is we all need to be part of God's kingdom. And if you are part of God's kingdom, then you're going to walk ways not your ways wow. that's why the old sentence is seek God's kingdom first and seek his righteousness that means seek God's reign in your life and seek to live the way God wants you to live that's righteousness right. living the way God wants you to live then the king will take care of you you see in Psalm 47 verse 7 okay the Bible says, Psalm 47, verse 7, how does David call God? 47, verse 7. For God is the king of all the earth. Sing to him a psalm of praise. He is the king. First Timothy 6, 15 and 16. We Bible church, so we move in the Bible, Come on. from beginning to the end. First Timothy chapter six, verse fifteen and sixteen. The Bible says over here. will bring about in his own time god the blessed and only ruler the king of kings and lord of lords oh who alone is immortal and who lives in an, in an unapproachable light whom no one has seen or can see to him be honor might forever amen yeah. you see before you see god's kingdom you got to learn how to walk with the king yeah. When you look in Hebrews chapter 11 it's called the hall of faith there where God named some characters in the Bible that we can learn from and these people named in Hebrews chapter 11 they knew how to walk with God and God put them in the Bible so that we can learn from them and we don't have time to go through all the list there you have about 15 people named there by their name and then the Bible says all these people and the prophets so many more people that the bible didn't name there but where you can discover by reading the old testament and the new testament but one of these key figures tonight that's going to be the subject of our study tonight is enoch it's enoch he's mentioned three times in the bible the first time it's mentioned is genesis chapter five and it's mentioned in Hebrews chapter 11, and then it's mentioned in Jude chapter, chapter Jude 1. And we don't have to confuse that particular Enoch with two other Enoch's in the Bible. Because sometimes the Bible has many people having the same name. So in Genesis chapter 4 verse 17, you have another Enoch. The first one is not the right one. It's the wrong one is Cain's son. When Cain has a son, he named him Enoch. It's not that one we're going to study. And then the other Enoch in chapter 4, verse 26, is Seth. Is Adam's son, Seth. His first son was named Enoch. But we're going to talk about the third one. And either you study Enoch or Noah, or Isaac or Jacob or Joseph or all these people in Hebrews chapter 11 or in the Bible they have three distinctive characters three marks that really really identify them whether they were men or women number one they were distinguished by their faith in God number two they were distinguished by their faithfulness to God. And number three, they were distinguished by their fruitfulness, walking with God. And those are our three points tonight. Walking with the king is walking by faith. Number one, Hebrews chapter 11. Hebrews chapter 11, walking with the king was walking by faith. Hebrews 11 from five to six. By faith, Enoch was taken from this life so that he did not experience death could not be found because God has taken him away for before he was taken it was commanded commanded as one who pleased God and without faith it is impossible to please God because anyone who comes to him must believe that he exists and that he rewards those who earnestly seek him without faith it is impossible to please God So in order for us to be able to walk with God, we need to truly understand that walking with God means walking by faith. You know why you need faith to walk with God? Because God is invisible, you don't see him. Simple. Like in Genesis chapter three verse eight, Adam and Eve, our first parent, when they were created in the garden, they had the privilege to walk with God in the garden. They knew when God was coming, they could identify the sons of God, but Enoch did not have that same ability. Because God, after the fall, will not manifest himself the same way he manifested himself in the Garden of Eden. God present was close to man. We were separated from God because of sin. And from that time on, brothers and sisters, if you want to work with God, you don't expect to see God first before you believe in him. You gotta walk by faith. Amen. But the Bible says without faith it is impossible to please God. Let's go in Genesis chapter five. Genesis five. The Bible says Enoch is the seventh after Adam, descendant of Adam. Genesis chapter five if you read chapter five we don't have time to go through it tonight but you understand you see this every man name over here let's start with uh, verse uh, eight the bible says over here um well even if you start from verse uh, let's say five altogether adam lived 930 years i'm just 47 and then he died right Verse 6, Seth had lived 105 years, he became the father of Enoch, and after, he's that's the other one, he's not the same one we're talking about tonight, and after he became the father of Enoch, Seth lived 807 years and had older sons and daughters, altogether Seth lived 912 years and then he died, right? Verse 11, altogether Enoch lived 90, 905 years and then he died, then you go down then you see the last sentence verse 12 Canaan and lived 910 years and what happened yeah. then he died yeah. what about Mahalelel you don't want to name your son that way right verse 17 yeah. Altogether, after he's done everything is done in the previous verses Mahalelel lived 895 years and what happened to him yeah. then he died my goodness Jared. What happened to Jared? Verse 20. Altogether Jared lived 962 years and then he did what he died. And then now in the middle, right in the middle there. There's this particular account about this individual. When Enoch had lived, from verse 21, 65 years, he became what? The father of Methuselah. And after he became the father of Methuselah, Enoch worked with God 300 years and had all the sons and daughters. Altogether, Enoch lived 365 years and then he, no. Enoch worked with God, then he was no more because God took him away and then you circle that and then after Enoch now you go to Methuselah and then the cycle of death continues right then you go down to the end of the chapter you're going to see that and then they died they died they died they died and even Noah died even though he survived the flood who was that Enoch that didn't die in the middle of a dark world, the children of Adam and Eve are dying because of Adam and Eve. <clears throat> Sin like Guys are being cursed, kicked out of the garden, and they share death as a common experience. But there was one man who didn't die because God took him away. And in order for us to understand that, then we have to understand why God took him away. Because the Bible says he walked with God. That's the first man mentioned in the Bible after Adam and Eve. After that great tragedy of the fall in the garden. The first man that walked with God is Enoch. Even though before him people started praying to God. But nobody walked with God, really. You see even today when we talk about walking with god it looks like a strange concept because most of us in the christianity we all talk about praying and obeying god and doing what he says or having quite a time meditating the bible but god wants an intimacy with you and me and god wants to live among his people and God wants to be your friend and my friend. And when people are friends, they work together. They don't just have sometimes. They work together. In mind. In purpose. In projects. In plans. If you have a true friend, it's going to know exactly what are your plans for this year. Because you don't have anything from a true friend. A true friend sometimes is more than a brother, right? You share everything with your friends. You see, sisters, when they have friendship, they spend times, they spend hours talking and sharing and talking and talking. And if you are married like me, sometimes it's really a challenge to be able to bring your wife home. <laughs> know something about that, right? So the brother that's are uh, talking, you know, when brothers are friends they just they talk about football and you know,
0: yes.
1: you know Cristiano Ronaldo, you know, right? They talk about some deep concept politics, politics, you know. But sisters, when they are friends, oh, they talk, they can talk. They communicate, they talk, they talk, they talk. And their eyes are shining. They talk, they talk, you know. I mean, I don't know how they do that. And you can see three sisters, four sisters together, when they have a strong friendship, there are four of them, and they are talking about 20 different topics at the same time. Right, I don't know how they do that. That's amazing, yes. and they're all talking at the same time. <laughs> oh, since you know about that salon? You know my air, eh, You know when, I, when they, they were doing this and this is saying, you know what? Yeah, that winter workshop was going to start yesterday, but it was it was you know that that snow was coming from heaven. That's my son is sick, and my husband is not really giving me a good time. They, oh my! They, uh, <laughs> and we are confused brothers is that what you know we become impatient we're like say so come on calm down calm down but if you ask each one of them what are you talking about they will bring the 20 topics at the same time well there's a reason why sisters are smarter than brothers i just have to confess that well amen bro amen 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 I'm just being very open there, I don't know. Oh, wow. yeah. We're not that smart because one of the time we stay silent and we are selfish. Oh, brothers don't talk too much, they
0: just.
1: Right. <laughs> we just compete, brothers are like. George, Shooter. this guy, man. Can, can you fight me, this guy? <laughs> It's a main thing. We have it in our DNA, there, right? No, brothers are smart. Absolutely not. Brothers, forgive me. There, I'm not giving you. No, no. Absolutely right. He was the first to walk with God after the fall. And you see, Noah is great grandson in Genesis six verse nine. Look at this scripture. Genesis six verse nine says, Noah, many generation after Enoch. Being his grandson, You verse 9 over here it says, 6-9, alright? This is the account of Noah. Noah was a righteous man, blameless among the people of his time, and he walked with God. (laughs) Who did he learn that from? His great grandfather, Enoch. He's the first one, the second one to be mentioned, that walked with God. for us to work with God brothers and sisters I really believe it is impossible to work with somebody you don't know so our first priority this year if we truly want to be like Enoch and be commanded by God then we need to increase our knowledge of God we truly need to know God better Because knowing him better will help you work with him securely, with conviction. You cannot walk with God with the knowledge of some other people about God. You can know about God without knowing God. I know a lot about David Cameron, but we never had lunch together. <laughs> I know a lot about Obama. I just see that on TV but he doesn't know me I can come to know him but he doesn't know me but do I really know him I know a lot about him but I don't know Obama but you see his two daughters know him really well they just don't know the president of the United States but they know him as their
0: father
1: so they know things about Obama that none of us will know it's the same thing with God do you just accumulate knowledge about God or are you truly growing in your knowledge of God is he a personal God in your life or is he a God of the London International Christian Church is your knowledge of God start and finish with church services Do you play God only when you come to church? All of a sudden, you are in an atmosphere where everybody is praising him, worshipping, singing about him, and then you just put yourself in the mood. <laughs> And then you sing and you praise him as well. Wow. You talk about him, you know. You use the same vocab- vocabulary. People that know God use. Yeah. And then now you are just in the midst of the crowds of those who know God, but you you know about God through them. And at the end of service, when you walk away from Harvard Stock School, <laughs> what other school are you going to? All of a sudden, you're acting and behaving like a pagan. There's no more God in your life. Alright? Then now you want to smoke a cigarette, or you want to talk to a lady, or now you want to watch internet pornography. You see, the test of your true knowledge of God is not what you do in public. It's what you do in secrets. That will truly reveal your knowledge of God. Because if you truly know God is the king of the universe, and if you truly know that nothing is hidden from him, then it doesn't matter if you are in public, in a church service, in a Bible talk, in a midweek service, in a winter workshop, or at home in your bedroom at midnight. It is still the same because God is everywhere and he watches you and me. Exodus 33 do you know God or do you know a lot of stuff about about God Exodus 33 this is a year where we're gonna know we're gonna learn to know God verse 18. Man, it seems like I'm getting older there, right? My eyes. I probably need glasses right now. Something's happening to me. Genesis 33 verse 18. All right, I I'll better take those glasses. Amen. No matter with glasses or without glasses, we need to know God. All right, now I see clearly now, right? All right, okay. 33 verse 18 there. The Bible says that Moses said Now show me your glory. And the Lord said, I will cause all my goodness to pass in front of you, and I will proclaim my name, the Lord, in your presence. I will have mercy on whom I will have mercy, and I will have compassion on whom I will have compassion. But he said, you cannot see my face, for no one may see me and leave. Then the Lord said, there's a place near me where you may stand on a rock. When my glory passes by, I will put you in a cleft in the rock and cover you with my hand until I have passed by. Then I will remove my hand and you will see my back, but my face must not be seen what an amazing experience Moses here now is already leading the people out of you know Egypt he's been with God for a certain amount of time he's seen the miracles from God He has, you know God has used his, his stick to really uh, 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 knock Egypt the Pharaoh with 10 plagues he saw many things about God many miracles about God he opened the red sea even right but at this stage, Moses is still hunger and thirsty of knowing more of God. At this point, he should be asking for fulfillment. Lord, bless me. Lord, give me a long life. Some of my prayers just tell this. Some, 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 some. I pray most of the time I find myself just being selfish in my prayers. Lord, bless me what is your purpose for this life what is your goal for this life my son oh lord give me a lot of joy god if you're there give me peace my lord, lord almighty strike my enemies father lord bless me abundantly may your joy be in my house and the lord is like man you are so selfish i mean come on it's all about you You see, Moses over here is like, God, show me your glory. God was surprised was caught off guard. He didn't expect this from a human being. He was like, whoa, ho, ho, ho. Moses, calm down. No man has ever had this. You know, Moses, if you see me, you're going to die. But because you are so bold, you want to know me, my glory? Oh, my goodness, this guy, man. And the angels are like, whoa, ho, ho, ho. we never heard that kind of prayer. <laughs> right? What are you going to do about this, Lord? It's like, okay, okay, let me walk this out. Okay, Moses, you're so bold. Okay, Okay, let me do something. I'm going to walk it out, right? I'm going to put you in that cleft there and cover you with my my hands. And when I pass, you close your eyes. I know you are very curious, right? <laughs> don't try to open your eyes. It's like looking directly into the sun there. You're going to be blind and burned and destroyed. Let me pass by. And then when I give you the sack, then you look at me. I'll be running fast <laughs> to make sure you don't die because I still have work for you to do. Because some of us, we pray, God, take me to heaven. It's not going to take you to heaven because you haven't evangelized a woman in your generation. So God passed by and they said, Moses, open your eyes. And Moses opens back. I don't know what he saw. Man, every time I pray, I say, God, what did you show him? The Bible says, sh- God show him his back. Now, I would have loved to be Moses' friend. That's a good guy to hang out with there, Right? <laughs> Moses, I mean the Bible says every time he comes down from that mountain having this experience with God, his face will be shining and people will be falling down just looking at Moses, they are falling down so Moses, in order to not create that kind of, you know, disturbance and rioting among the people, what would do? He would cover his face I will be friends, Moses' friends say, Moses, please explain to me what you saw how does God's back look but he saw saw the back of God what are you seeing do you see something when you pray are you talking to the almighty God Moses greatest desire was to know God look in verse 11 Exodus 33 verse 11 over here because of that heart that desire God look at how he wants God's heart Exodus 33 verse 11 are you still there the Lord will speak to Moses face to face as a man speaks with his friend then Moses will return to the camp but his young heir Joshua son of Nun did not leave the tent I mean look at this God will speak to Moses face to face as a man speak to his friends you see that and Moses was even called the friends of God you see he's a friend God delights in walking with friends. God doesn't want to walk with slaves. Right. He wants to walk with friends. What an honor. Even Jesus said in John 15, I don't call you servants anymore. I want to call you friends. Yeah. You are my friends if you do what I tell you. What a privilege. Imagine me being the friends of David Cameron or being the friends of Obama. Oh my goodness. My pride will be this way, right? I will have the cards in my pocket. Everybody that I meet, I will let you know. Like I remember one guy in Abidjan, he wanted to take my money and then he found a trick that that would be able to open my heart so that he can take my money. I don't know how he did it but he had a picture with president, the former president of France, Jacques Chirac. I don't know how he did it, but the picture was so neat, so nice. He's like talking to me, so you know, Blaise, I don't boss in life, you know? I don't want to talk about people I know, but sometimes, you know, people don't, they're not gonna take that serious, but because you're a serious man, look. He's there with President Jacques Chirac. I'm like, whoa, I'm talking to somebody here, man. Come on, bro. Come yeah, 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 just, you know, some few times, just. And then before I found out, it took my heart, and then he took my money away. <laughs> Be careful. People boast about knowing people. You see, but we do that because it's going to give us a sense of being important, right? So do you know me? One day I was in the airport over here, greeting, I think, a sister or brother coming uh, from, from outside London. And then uh, all of a sudden... I recognize a foot, uh, professional footballer, Michael Asian. I've been seeing him only on TV. And all of a sudden, you see the pastor himself can be impressed by a football player. Wow. That shows your heart sometimes, right? Because I was very there like this, you know, I'm an evangelist in the church there, you know. Michael is the evangelist there, the lead evangelist there, and I assist Michael, I'm somebody over here, you know, I'm very serious and cool guy, just reading the Bible, I know a lot of scriptures, a all of sudden, boom, Michael is here. I was like, Michael is here? Michael is here? And then he looked at me like this. I'm I, mean, I was so nervous. that he, he just stopped his wife like, hey, honey, stop. Yeah, I'm Michael. I'm like, can you greet me? And I shook his heart. I'm like, wow, this is the hand of Michael Christian. And all the football games that I see about Chelsea are going through. My, I'm like, wow, this is Michael Hishin. I right, stopped his hands. i like, can I take a picture with you? His wife is like, no, no, Michael, we're very busy. Michael looked at his wife and said, honey, stop. Let him have a picture with me. I look at his wife, I said. And I gave her the camera. And then I grabbed my connection like that. But she was so wicked. Then she did it, you know, on purpose. So she took the camera and then she shook it like this unless. Then I took the